Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, October 30th. I'm Wayne Pratt. A record number of people are casting their ballots before Election Day, but some myths exist, causing voters to question if that vote will actually count. In just a few minutes, we'll have a conversation with St. Louis Public Radio's Kayla Drake on what happens to a vote-by-mail ballot once it's turned in. St. Louis is planning to increase surge testing in one of the areas hit hard by coronavirus. The 63116 zip code includes the Holly Hills, Dutchtown, Bevo, and Tower Grove South neighborhoods. It has roughly 1,200 of the city's more than 8,000 current cases of COVID-19. St. Louis Acting Director of Health Fred Eccles tells Five on Your Side the city has been anticipating more cases. We expected for there to be an increase during the fall and winter months. We just didn't know how, how severe the increase would be. The increased surge testing will be at the Affinia Healthcare Clinic on South Broadway starting Election Day. The testing will take place on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Another region of Illinois is dealing with more restrictions to slow the spread of coronavirus. The area of the state that includes Quincy is being put under what Governor J.B. Pritzker calls resurgence mitigations. They include no indoor service in bars and restaurants. Something has got to change. And these mitigations aim to cut down on those high-risk activities until we bring down the positivity rate in an area once again. The additional restrictions in Quincy, along with Springfield and Lincoln, go into effect Sunday. They come as Republican lawmakers and some Democrats are asking the governor to consider alternatives and provide help to affected businesses. An outspoken advocate for police reform has quit the St. Louis County Board of Police Commissioners. Dr. L.J. Punch tells the Post-Dispatch concerns about the lack of transparency surrounding an effort to boost cooperation between the St. Louis and St. Louis County Police Departments prompted the resignation. The newspaper reported this week that business leaders, including Centene Chief Executive Officer Michael Nydorf, were covering the cost of consultants who were guiding the cooperation. Some elected officials in North City and County, where the departments are working together, say they were not told about the experiment. County Executive Sam Page nominated Punch to the police board in 2019 in a statement. Page called Punch an important part of the conversation on policing in our community. Page says he will start the nominating process for a replacement soon. Five economic development organizations are combining to create a unified group called Greater St. Louis, Inc. It will focus on job creation, improving global competitiveness, and expanding equity. Enterprise Holdings Executive Chairman Andy Taylor will be the founding chair of Greater St. Louis, Inc. He says the individual groups have been successful, but he believes the region can benefit from a unified approach to economic development. The organizations have not failed. Maybe they have not achieved as much as they should. I would also say that the cities that we are competing with, the Minneapolis, the Indianapolis, the Nashvilles, frankly, have upped their game, and we've got to up our game. The combination of the Regional Chamber, Alliance STL, Civic Progress, Downtown STL, and Arch to Park is expected to take effect January 1st. Tony LaRussa is headed back to the Chicago White Sox. He was hired yesterday to come out of retirement and guide the baseball team. 
La Russa previously managed the White Sox from 1979 to 1986. He eventually went on to guide the St. Louis Cardinals from 96 through 2011, where he clinched two World Series championships. The 76-year-old says the opportunity with the White Sox is the, quote, right time and the right place. As of Tuesday, more than 620,000 Missouri voters have already cast ballots ahead of Election Day. That's a record. Many voters are steering clear of polls on Election Day to avoid coronavirus. I spoke with St. Louis Public Radio reporter Kayla Drake to clarify what happens to vote-by-mail ballots once you cast them. There's no doubt the pandemic has caused a seismic shift in American voting patterns, but some people still question how secure the election system really is. Kayla, I'm Canadian, so I can't vote. If I were a Missouri voter, what would actually happen to my absentee ballot once I turn it in? (laughs) Well, I should say there is some variation from county to county, depending on the technology and staffing each election authority has. But I'm a St. Louis County resident, and here's the journey that my ballot takes. It starts with the county election authority receiving the ballots and taking them to a sorting room. First, the teams separate the ballots into batches based on the arrival date. Then they scan the barcode on each envelope to register it as received. They then double-check the envelope is signed and has a notarized signature if one is required. If an envelope is missing a signature, election employees can still call the voter to come in to the election authority and fix it. So you're saying that if a ballot is incorrectly filled out, election officials will still try to contact you? They won't just discard the vote? Well, that depends. St. Louis County election officials told me that they would call and either ask you to fix your absentee or mail-in ballot in person at the Board of Elections office or just have you vote on Election Day. But I also talked with other counties who said they don't have the staffing levels to call people back. Back to those scanned and sorted ballots. What happens next? So ballots must sit in the room until five days before Election Day. So that was this past Thursday. And on Thursday, election workers in St. Louis County started opening the envelopes and scanning in the absentee and mail-in ballots to computers. And I should point out that these computers are not connected to the Internet. So then these scans are saved onto USB flash drives and stored away until Election Day. So my ballot is scanned, verified, and stored before Election Day. What happens on Election Day? When does the vote actually get counted? Election officials cannot tally results until polls close at 7 p.m. on Election Day. That's Missouri law. Once those polls close, though, officials will insert the flash drives with the scanned ballots onto a computer to tabulate the results. Officials then download and publish updated reports continuously throughout the night. Throughout your reporting and talking with local election officials, what are some common myths you can debunk for listeners? Well, first, people often mistakenly believe that absentee ballots are only counted if the race is close, almost functioning as a tiebreaker of sorts. And that's false. In reality, absentee ballots are traditionally the first results posted for elections. And I've talked to many St. Louis area election officials who still plan on publishing vote-by-mail results first, even with the historic amount of ballots to process. And another myth I often hear is that people are concerned election judges will throw their votes away. And I get it. It's hard to relinquish your vote without physically inserting and seeing your ballot go in an election machine. 
but local election authorities have established safeguards to protect your vote-by-mail ballot. The main one is every ballot that is touched must be reviewed by a bipartisan team. So a Democrat and a Republican are holding each other accountable. And has Missouri made any extensions to accept ballots that arrive after Election Day? No, the rule is still the same. So any absentee or mail-in ballot that arrives after 7 p.m. on Election Day will not be counted. So if you still have your absentee ballot, drop it off to your local election authority in person. Don't mail it in. And if you have a mail-in ballot, you cannot drop it off in person. But you can bring it to a polling place on Election Day and surrender it. Then you can vote the old-fashioned way in person. That was a conversation with St. Louis Public Radio's Kayla Drake about vote-by-mail ballots ahead of Election Day. Our Brian Heffernan and Shula Newman edited that report. Shula is also the boss. Her fancy title, Executive Editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.